What is going on on this fine Wednesday morning? We are back with New Breed MLM Radio, episode six. Time is flying. Here to drop some awesome value for you guys. I'm going to talk about network marketing tips for beginners. Now, if you're not a beginner, this can still be of value because there might be some things in here that you're not doing that you can apply and it might help boost your business. So stay tuned and we're going to talk about it. Let's be real. The MLM game hasn't really changed in the last 30 plus years. Why is that? If you're at all like me, then you're not interested in having to bother uninterested friends and family to join your team. You're also not interested in turning your timeline into a company billboard or spamming your links and graphics all over social media. In this podcast, you're going to hear about how real marketers like us are disrupting an outdated industry using an against the grain mentality. I'll reveal the methods I'm using to build a profitable business and have people coming to me wanting to join my tribe. New strategies for a new breed. My name is Paul Kutras and welcome to New Breed MLM Radio. All right, get comfortable. I have some things to share. I'm not going to offer like two or three tips. I'm going to offer 28 tips. I tried to crush this down, make it a little more manageable, but these are all valuable things. I think they all offer huge value and they all are worth mentioning for people that are getting started. So I'm going to go through all 28. If you're new to network marketing, I want to first off say welcome to the industry. It is amazing and you're going to have the time of your life. There's so much potential here. If you're new, you're going to want to get off to the best start. But even if you've been in network marketing for months, uh, maybe even years, and you tried to do things your own way and it didn't work the way that you wanted it to, you're going to have to go back to square one and figure things out and do it the right way. I've been there. I know it's rough, but it needs to be done. So you can make use of these tips. Even though they're for beginners, we can always start over and learn something new. So I thought I knew how to do things better than the pros. Anybody been there? I'm sure we all have. It's like buying a piece of furniture from Ikea and trying to put it together without looking at the directions. Even though we know the directions aren't fantastic with these things, we just put them off to the side and just do our thing. But then after the project's finished, after we're done, we have extra parts. So then we have to go back to the manual and we have to use that to figure out where all these extra things go, right? That's the same thing that often happens in network marketing. You know, we just, we don't follow the plan. We don't have a guide of what to do, when to do it. So let's talk about those things. Just like in my traditional business that I've had, everything wasn't sunny every day. You know, there was lots of ups and downs, lots of issues and things that we had to fix and work on. And the same thing applies with network marketing. But most of the struggles, most of the issues that I had were from within myself. They weren't really external forces. So what are these things within yourself? What prevents us from moving forward in business and succeeding the way that we want to? Most people, they struggle when trying something new. And for network marketing, it can be really strange. It's something new. It's different. And there's a huge learning curve. And it can be scary. It can be something that's really overwhelming when they're trying to navigate it and to figure it out. So these tips can help you along the journey. When I decided to get involved in network marketing, I'd already owned traditional businesses. So I had experience doing those things, promoting, selling, a lot of the entrepreneurship basics I picked up along the way. And just the day-to-day stuff as well. But in my honest opinion... Network marketing is very similar, but there are some significant differences. You can, you can lean on some of the things that you've learned and you can use some of the knowledge, but there are new things that you have to pour into your brain and utilize. So you can't just say it's going to be the exact same. 
A lot of people think that network marketing is just an occasional home party here and then putting a post on Facebook every now and again, maybe talk to a couple of friends and then you're set. But it's so much more than that. It's a business and there's a lot of stuff involved and you should start right from day one setting up the proper foundation for this business. The success that you have or lack thereof it in your new business is going to greatly depend on what you do how seriously you take it, what kind of work you put into this thing. It doesn't mean you have to give up all your free time. It doesn't mean you're going to be a slave to your business, but it does mean that you have to follow some basic fundamentals. You have to have some strategies. So with that being said, let's talk about these tips that I have. Number one, make sure you join the right company for you. There's so many companies out there and the first step in becoming successful is making sure you get the right company for you, for your personality, for your needs. There's so many companies that are out there, both established and new. So you need to make sure that you know what you're looking for. So what I like to look for is, is there mentorship? That goes a long way. Is there people there that are going to help you? And you need to dig in and find out if that's available before you sign up and get started. How you get paid. The compensation plan of the company is huge. This is where your money's going to come from. So you need to look at what the pay structure is, what's the policy, how often do you get paid, all that good stuff. Another thing to look into is the timing. You need to know if the company is too young or too old. Generally, companies that are less than a few years old, they might be a little risky. On the other hand, if the company's maybe 50, 60 years old, maybe it's saturated, or maybe their products have lost their relevance. What are the products and services? This is really important. This is what the company is selling. This is how you're going to earn your money. It's the core of everything. So are these products in demand? Are they a fad? Are you on the tail end of a fad? Is there a longevity to the products? Are they high quality? How do people benefit from them? There are so many things to ask. So just make sure you're sure of the products and they fit into the industry today. Also be on the lookout for warning signs, things that sound too good to be true. If someone tells you that you can make money for free, that nothing needs to be sold, that you don't need to do anything, be careful. That doesn't sound legit to me. Tip number two is to be passionate about the industry that you choose. There are a lot of companies out there. So at some point, you've probably been approached about joining something. Some people just agree to join because they need money. Some people, they don't know how to say no and they just get uncomfortable, so they join just to get the person off their back. But you really need to be passionate. There needs to be an emotional connection to the industry and what you're doing. If not, you're setting yourself up to fail. You need to choose an industry that you're already in love with, something that you're already talking about that fits you. Think about it. There's something out there that you're already talking about online. You're surrounding yourself with people who have the same passion, that talking about the same things. So selling these products and joining a company that reps it, that's a natural progression. You'll be able to talk about this stuff, really be passionate, and people will be able to tell. They're going to see that you're confident and you're really in love. And what happens with your business is going to reflect that. Number three, have a mentor and make sure it's the right mentor. Network marketing is all about duplication. You need to have the right person that you're duplicating. They need to be doing the right things because then when you learn it, the people that you bring into the business, they're going to duplicate those things as well. So you can see right by me saying that, that there's a high potential for things to go wrong quickly. You need to make sure the right things are being duplicated. Find somebody in your upline who's already walked the path that you're looking to walk, that they've accomplished the things that you're looking to accomplish. So you can follow their lead. This could be your immediate sponsor, but you might have to look further up into your upline to find this person. And that's okay. Just keep looking around until you find the person that has what you're looking for. Once you find this person, use them as a personal coach. Go to them. Don't wait for them to approach you. Be constantly talking to them every day, picking their brain, finding out what they know. 
you're going to really need them, especially in the first 90 days when you're trying to onboard yourself and learn all the things that you need to know. I suggest taking this one step further and knowing all of your upline. There are going to be a bunch of people that are likely above you, and they all have different skill sets. They're all going to have something to offer. So it's good to know them. It also helps build a team. People are going to get to know you. You become long-term friends, and it makes everything so much more fun and more beneficial for people that you bring in because they see a strong team. Number three is managing your expectations. So many people make the mistake of thinking that network marketing is going to make them a ton of money in just a few days or a few weeks. Is it possible that that could happen? Absolutely. I'm sure it's happened to a ton of people, but it's not the norm. Network marketing is not like a regular job where you know exactly what to expect day in, day out. You know exactly what you're going to make because you get a wage. It's a business. People often forget this. And just like any other business, it requires work and time, and you have to put some effort in. A lot of businesses don't break even or make profits, at least not any time near the beginning. Part of managing your expectations is to be patient. Rome wasn't built in a day, and most businesses, they don't turn over a profit for months, usually years. There's a lot of people that go many, many years without making any money. Seriously, it happens all the time. It's very stressful, and that's why you find a lot of entrepreneurs from traditional businesses of all sorts that come to multi-level marketing. Guys, I'm going to be real with you right now, and I'm going to lay out some realistic expectations. Money might not start coming in in the first few days. It might not even start rolling in significantly in the first few months. It's a business. It can take some time, and everybody's different. We all have different pasts, different skill sets, and our stories are all different. So where we need to go from when we get in is different. There's a different learning curve, and everybody's story and rate in which they build their business is different. Tip number four, make a commitment. I heard Mark Cuban say, have a commitment strategy over an exit strategy. And I think that's so true. So many people say, you know what? I'll get into this. I'll give it a month. I'll see what happens. Think of it like a business. What industries you know in regular business that they put hundreds of thousands of dollars into getting the building, getting all the gear that they need, getting all the staff, all the signage, the promotion, and then saying, you know what? I'll give it a month. I'll see what happens. That doesn't happen at all. They understand that it's an investment and they understand that they need to be patient. The reason why we see this, I'm going to dip my toe in the water mentality in network marketing is because for a few hundred bucks, you get an entire business. If it had cost them $100,000, they'd be all in. I like to tell people to give it a year. Commit and give it at least one year. Look at it this way. Imagine it took you five years to create financial freedom with this. Would that be that bad? Usually with what people are doing now, they don't have that option. They're not going to achieve financial freedom even if they work 40 years. So what if it took you five years? That's a great deal. Number five is know your reason why. Dig down and find the real reason why you're willing to take on this new project. Not some kind of vague, generic answer, but something really personal to you. The real reason. This is known as your why, and it's critical to spend the time to identify exactly what it is. Then once you figure it out, talk to your mentor about it. The bottom line is, if your why isn't big enough, it's highly unlikely you're going to put in the effort, sacrifice, and persevere when you have issues. Once you have your why, you can move forward. Number six, set goals. Start by writing down things like daily, weekly, monthly goals, and get into detail about them. And make sure these goals are specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and timely. Start thinking about things like how much you'd like to earn for income. How many people you'd like to join your team as customers or as associates? How many per day, per week, per month, as well as how you'd reward yourself for hitting those goals. 
From there, make sure you share these goals with your mentor. Have them sit down, draw out what your organization should look like at that point. Now that you have everything laid out, make sure you track them. Make sure that you're hitting and achieving your goals on a daily basis, weekly, and monthly. Super important. Some people like to print out their goals and then stick them all over the house. They'll put them on doors, walls, the fridge, you name it. What I prefer to do is I prefer to make a wallpaper and then put it on my mobile phone, put it on my desktop. That way when I'm working, I can always see it. Really helps motivate me. But find what works for you. Number seven, keep a positive attitude. Network marketing is a business. We've talked about this. So if you treat it like a hobby, it's going to behave like a hobby and give you hobby-like results. But just like a business, network marketing momentum is gained over time. So you need to keep the right attitude over the days, the weeks, the months, and even the years. Be consistent and keep the attitude in the right direction and things will work out a lot better for you. Just like any project you're going to take on, you're going to encounter disappointments, negative responses, rejection in the beginning. Don't be hard on yourself. If things don't go your way, just learn from it. Learn from these negative experiences, move them into a positive stepping stone, and move towards success. Always remember, you're not alone with these setbacks. Your sponsor, everybody in your upline have probably gone through these same things. And as you go through them, you'll learn how to deal with them better and you become better as a business owner. Number eight is to be consistent. This is a huge one, guys. And this is where a lot of people lose their footing. You can't really work your business by sticking your toe in, doing a little bit here, doing a little bit there, and then disappearing for a while and coming back. You need to get some kind of momentum. You need to get a system, a pattern, and work this. Whatever your schedule is, you need to stick to it. And it needs to be consistent. Another part of being consistent is to make sure you're being consistent in the right areas. Make sure that you're tackling income-producing activities. Make sure you're focusing on, on recruiting, enrolling new people, helping them get started and onboarded properly. This will go a long way. Number nine is be accountable. All right, this one's a little bit of tough love. Some people might not want to hear it, but it's so true. And the sooner you accept it, the better off that you'll be. Only you are responsible for the failures and the successes you have in your business. You've likely seen people blaming everyone else but themselves for things that don't work out. And you might have even gone through it yourself. I'm pretty sure you have. I know I have. But the reality is everything that happens, it's a decision that you've made in some way. And you're the only one responsible for your business. It all comes down to owning the mistakes that you've made and getting better, learning from them, growing. That's how you really move forward and get your business going. Number 10 is to educate yourself on the products and your company. Now, don't overdo this. You need to know everything, but you can't just paralyze yourself, put yourself into park and just sit there and learn and learn and learn and take no action. That's not what I'm saying. The reality is you learn and get experience through doing. But what I am saying is that it's very important to know about your company, know all the ins and outs about what it stands for and the products as well. You want to over deliver always. So when people are asking you questions, you need to know the answers. If not, you need to know where to get the answers. And that's part of educating yourself as well. People buy products because they're trying to solve a pain point. They're trying to fix something in their lives. I always talk about what it is versus what it does. And it's a lot easier to tie in what it does to solve that pain point if you know what it is and how the product works. Number 11, leadership and teamwork. These two things you need to embrace from day one. They're two qualities that are completely indispensable when it comes to network marketing. I suggest to start becoming the leader you want to be right from day one. In order to talk the talk, you need to walk the walk, right? That only makes sense. 
This means taking action to gain that valuable experience. What it also means is talking to your mentor often, digging into information from other great leaders and learning from those people that have already done the things that you're looking to achieve. You can't learn these two things in just a few weeks, even a few months, even a couple of years. I mean, really, this is a lot of information, but you always want to be working towards it. You're going to work over a long period of time and you're going to acquire these two things, but you need to start from day one. Network marketing is about building a team. It's about building a network. So you need to be able to lead other people coming underneath you. They need your leadership. So you need to start viewing yourself as a leader and learning about this stuff right away. Leadership also helps with teamwork. It goes hand in hand. You need to have a tightly knit team with everybody on the same page and being a strong leader helps so much with that. Number 12, invest in yourself. Learning all the stuff about your products, your company, and the industry, that's great, but that's only the beginning. You also need to invest in yourself. You need to grow, and that means more self-education. You can learn from your mentor, you can learn from your upline and people that have done before in your specific business, but you also need the bigger picture. It's important to learn from other mentors specialized in specific areas, and those areas should be the ones that you need help with most. The best way to do this is using things like Audible for audiobooks, or just to grab a great book from the store and go through that. You get the best of the best in their field, sharing everything they know, everything they've ever learned. It's amazing value. Consider it an investment in yourself. Don't be scared. Don't be part of the crew that are afraid to invest money into themselves and their business because they think it's risky. Most successful network marketers invest in things like courses, mentoring, coaching, industry tools, and other resources that help them run their business, but also to grow themselves to be a better leader and to help their team. Now, I just want to be clear. I'm not telling you to make a crazy investment all at once. You need to scale this. So when you start out your business, you do a little bit. And as you start making more money and your team grows, you need to scale it. That's what other people do. And if you follow in their steps, you'll get the same results. Number 13, disown your comfort zone. If this is your first business or your first shot at network marketing, you're going to be learning new things. And when you learn new things, it's different and it can be terrifying. There can be certain things that you just don't want to do, but it's all part of growth. In the beginning, there's going to be new things that you're not very good at. And by trying to tackle those things, you might feel a little uncomfortable, but that's okay. Everybody has these things. Some people are stronger in certain areas than others. And you always want to lean on those things that you're naturally good at, but you do need to focus on growing in the other areas. You know, public speaking is a fear for so many people. They get terrified, but they have to learn to do it anyways. And some of the best public speakers were some of the people that were most scared in the beginning, and they just pushed past that fear, and that's what you need to do. It's okay if you're scared. It means you're human. We all have that with certain things. It just means that you're growing. It's a good thing. There's a number of things that I wasn't very good at in the beginning that made me really uncomfortable, and those things now are some of the best parts of my business. They're the things that I enjoy doing the most. And to think, I might have missed out on those things if I hadn't have been willing to step outside of my comfort zone. Food for thought. Number 14 is time management. In the beginning, your business is going to need some attention. It's going to need some care, which means it's going to need some of your time. Now, this can get tricky if you're continuing to work while you're building your business. So you need to make sure you carve out some time and allocate it to work in your business daily. This goes back to consistency as well. The most common excuse people have for not building their business is that they don't have the time. But the reality is we have time for the things that are most important to us. So if your business doesn't become a priority, it's never really going to get built. You have to plan out your time. And that's where calendars become your friend. 
You also need to utilize a daily power hour. This is where you focus on income producing activities. Go to a quiet place. Make sure everyone in the household knows not to interrupt you during this hour for any reason. A great tool with managing your time are checklists. Over the years, I've learned how important these things are. Guys, I used to be a hot mess with stuff. I thought I could remember it, and I had a pretty good memory, but there's always stuff that you miss. And as I got older, it got worse. So I started using checklists, and man, it makes everything so much easier. Everything's right there for you, and guess what? You never forget anything, because it's there on paper or in a digital version on a file. So I suggest that you create a daily checklist. Put the things that are important that you need to tackle on that so you don't forget it the next day. I'd suggest you always have at least five things that are on that list and make sure that as you add new things that you're taking care of the old business and try and take care of it the same day. It's really important because you don't want it accumulating. Then you have a monstrous list that's unmanageable. So here's an example checklist. Number one, talk to 10 people about your business. Number two, follow up with people from the previous day. Number three, make sure to talk with your upline or your mentor. Number four, help onboard somebody into your system. Number five, help that new associate place an order and set up an auto ship, right? You get the point. Number 15, stay focused. This means that you're going to have to have a strategy and a plan of how you're going to build and you need to follow it. You need to stick to it. Stay focused on your business and the priorities that you have for it. This means avoiding the flavor of the month, avoiding those shiny objects and staying focused on the way that you're supposed to be doing things. Don't try to build your business 10 different random ways. Stick to the plan. Stay focused. Number 16, establish boundaries. This ties in with the time management section we just talked about. There's a good chance that you have a job, you have a family, and you're trying to work your business in the little pockets in between, right? This can get really, really tiring and you can burn yourself out pretty quickly. So it's really important to make sure that you limit the time that you're putting to your business and fit it into areas where it works within your lifestyle of what you have going on. What I like to do is I like to start my calendar with scheduling what I'm going to do for the week, but I start it with when I'm not going to be working, scheduling family time in there and not making exceptions. It's really important to make sure that these other priorities are taken care of. Make sure you're getting enough sleep. Make sure that you're spending time with your kids. Make sure that you're spending time with your spouse, that you schedule a date night and you take care of these things. That way you don't burn out. At that point, then you can look at your calendar and you can say, okay, I actually have a surprising amount of time left. So I'm going to schedule in my business here, 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 and here. And then you can prioritize things and get going from there. Number 17, customers are important. Guys, don't let people tell you that customers are not as important. Customers are absolutely essential to your business. Think of it this way. There's going to be far more people that will want to buy your products than will want to start a business. It's just the way it is. Not everybody is built for entrepreneurship. A lot of people are happy with what they do in their lives, but it doesn't mean that they won't want your products. So if you pitch them the business and they're not interested, they might still be interested in your products. People often think that customers are one-dimensional, and that's not the case. There's a lot of customers that will buy your products month after month after month because they just completely fall in love with them. There's also other customers that are very chatty and they like to refer things. This is the whole premise of network marketing, and we do it every day. You know, when was the last time that you recommended an awesome movie to somebody and then somebody went and watched it because of your recommendation? Same with a TV show, same with a restaurant, same with a product that you purchased. And this is the same for them. Why would it be any different? They've tried a product, they really like it, and they talk about it and they want to share it. This means they're referring for you. They're doing additional work. 
it also makes sense to keep an eye on these people because if they're doing a lot of referring, then it only makes sense to approach them and say, you're referring this to a lot of people. How would you like to make money doing this? And if they say no, then they'll keep buying from you. They still want to be a customer. Number 18, build the right team. So you've joined the right company. You've got a mentor. You're getting your scheduling, your leadership, your growth mindset, all that stuff taken care of. You're on the right track. So the next step now is to start building the team, but it needs to be the right team. So what differentiates one person struggling from another person making a solid monthly income? The answer is, it's the kind of people on their team. There's two parts to this. The first part is, are you showing the business to people that are capable of high performance and are they hungry to succeed? Obviously, if you know people that are doing really well, that are high-end professionals, and are just real go-getters, those are the people by default that you'd want to show the business to. It just makes sense. The second part to this is, are they a good fit for your team? What I mean by that is, do they share the same core values as yourself? Do they match what you want for your ideal dream team? If so, you can get these people onto your team, your business will boom. When people see a tight-knit team, they all share the same values, they're all working towards the same vision, and it's a positive environment where people are supporting each other and cheering each other on. This is motivating. This is what really fires people up and makes them want to be part of the culture and the community and to do more. Number 19, follow the system. This is a big one for me. I love systems. I love to talk about systems and their importance because they are. They're so important to achieving your success. It takes all of the trial and error, all of the guesswork out of building your business. If there's something already in place that's been proven to work, why would you reinvent the wheel? That just doesn't make sense. Having a good system in place allows ordinary people to achieve extraordinary results and to do so predictably. Without a system, people are going to flounder. They're going to get frustrated, and that's to be expected. So if you have a system in place, don't change it. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just learn it, insert your personality, and then enjoy the benefits that it gives you. Number 20, start out with your warm market. Now, I know a lot of people are going to say, hey, Paul, you talk a lot about funnels and that you don't need to chase prospects, but that doesn't mean bypassing people you know. Okay, I want to be clear about this. You should definitely talk to 100% of the people you have on your warm market, which are usually your friends and your family. But having other options allows you to not pester or chase them. It changes the whole dynamic. It allows you to not lose relationships. So offer for them to have a look. And if they aren't interested, you get to say no problem and then just completely leave them alone. It's the constant follow-up and the awkwardness. That's what causes the rift in the issues. So if you're not worried because you have a way of getting more leads, it changes the whole dynamic. Plus, another big point here is you need to develop your basic skill set somewhere. And your warm market, that's the best place to do it. Number 21, be yourself. A lot of times when people get started, they make these huge changes in their personality. They try to mimic their their mentor, people they've seen doing trainings online, and sometimes they just get super excited, crazy fired up, and it just doesn't go well because people know it's not you. It just seems unnatural. And on the flip side of this is sometimes when people get scripted, they act like a robot. And, you know, it seems unnatural that way too. So you need to be careful to just be yourself. Take what's being put in front of you and change it so it fits you, so it fits your personality. The best way that you're going to communicate with people is as yourself, because it's 100% natural. That way you seem comfortable in your own skin. 
Friends and family, they know you. And for the most part, they like you the way that you are. So if you make a huge change in your behavior, it's going to put up red flags. It's going to seem unnatural and it's going to freak them out a little. And at that point, they're going to decide they don't want anything to do with what you're doing because it's just weird. Number 22, the sorting machine. People that are new to the business often make the mistake of spending so much time trying to convince just a handful of people to join. People that do well in this business, they know that they need to present to as many people as possible. And then they only work with the people that are ready, the people that are interested in starting a business and working with them. This is why people say that network marketing is a numbers game. It's great that you have a system, but that's only part one. In order for the system to work, you need to put it in front of enough people. If I tell somebody about my opportunity and they don't seem like they're interested, I don't start throwing all sorts of promotional stuff at them, tell them to go check out more material on different websites, and then throw them the comp plan and start trying to convince them and chase them around. You come off as desperate, which is not what you want. So just move on. Don't waste your time. I'm going to expand on that last one because if it seems like they just want some more information or they need some more information or it's a very basic objection, then you can try and overcome that. You can try and help them out. But if they blatantly don't seem interested, then there's nothing you're going to say that's going to change their mind right now. So that's what I mean by move on. For now, let them go. Maybe when you've had some results or some situation changes in their life, maybe they'll come to you or you can revisit it. Basically, what I'm saying is let the sorting machine do its job. Number 23, don't be desperate. This goes hand in hand with number 22, the sorting machine, but I'm going to expand a little bit with it. So certain people, they're not going to see you in a business sense. They're not going to see you the way that they need to see you in order to get into business with you or to take a look at your opportunity. That's fine. It just means that you're going to have to work on changing that perception. It means you're going to have to grow and things will change. For people that know you fairly well and for a long period of time, this can compound. And if you really start hitting them up and really pestering them, they're going to view you as very desperate and needy. And that's not the way you want to come across. It just makes things worse. So if somebody says that they're not interested, especially people that you know fairly well, then stop trying to sell them on the opportunity. Like the sorting machine says, your job isn't to convince or to sell them. All you're trying to do is put it in front of them and let them decide and see if they're open. Yes, it's true that you need people to join you and to join your team, but you don't need any specific person. You don't need any one person. There are enough people who would be interested in making more money and changing things in their lives that you don't need to get stressed out and behave desperately. The best way to avoid all of this is to simply put it in front of as many people as possible. If you do that, you're going to get people that are going to join your team and they're going to require your time and you're not going to have enough time to be running around chasing people. Problem solved. 24. Ask for referrals. This is an underutilized tool. And let me tell you, it really, really works. And it basically gives you unlimited leads if you do it right. So say you show it to somebody or you're talking to somebody and they're not interested and you just tell them, okay, cool. It's not a good fit for you. I get that. But who do you know that might be looking to make some extra income right now? And that's it. Just be quiet and wait for them to answer. At that point, they could start giving you some referrals. Might be one. It might be 10 people. You never know. And then you have people that are outside of your circle of influence. You're into somebody else's network and you just keep doing that and you just chase it and keep on asking for referrals. It's an amazing way to get new leads. There's also something interesting that can happen. If somebody gives you some referrals and you contact those people and those people decide to get started, what'll happen is people don't like to miss out on opportunities and they're going to talk with those people more than likely and they're going to realize that they might be missing out and then they might come back to you and decide that they do want to join. So that can also happen. Number 25, take action. 
the biggest reason and the real reason why people don't succeed in network marketing is because they don't do anything. Not that they don't do enough, they don't do anything. I think the stat is somewhere around over, over three quarters of people who sign up for a network marketing business, they quit before they enroll anyone or sell anything. Think of it this way. It would be like if someone went and signed up for a gym membership wanting to get in shape, to trim down, get some extra muscle, and just feel better. So they get the gym membership, they go out, buy some new sneakers, get all the gear, and then they never go to the gym. Not once. Would they question why they're not getting the results that they want? They're going to know. If they're honest with themselves, it's because they didn't do anything. This is the same thing with people when they join a network marketing business. This is where our pride gets in the way. As people, we don't want to admit that we were the issue. That's why there's so many people that externalize things and blame other things other than themselves. In this case, they were clearly the problem, but they blame it on something else. That's why there's so many people that say, ah, network marketing, it doesn't work. The real issue was they didn't work. Another common issue is people trying to learn absolutely everything before they get started. This is known as analysis paralysis, and it's a bad way to start your business. The reality is, is that you learn 90% of the things that you're going to learn by actually doing. A lot of the critical skills that you're going to need in network marketing, they can't be learned from books, videos, or your mentor. These skills are acquired by doing, and they're fine-tuned and honed also by doing. Income-producing activities are a good example of this. These are the fundamentals and the core activities that will move your business forward and earn you an income. And these are the ones that you can learn, but in order to actually utilize them and start making money and move your business forward, you have to do them. And then as you do them, you gain experience, you get better at them, and your ratios get better. Number 26, grow your network. In order to be successful in network marketing over the long run, you need to branch out and move beyond family and friends. Eventually, that market's going to be used up, so you need to have a way of drawing new people to you, adding to your network. A good way to do this is through social media. You can use attraction marketing, funnels, and blend a few things together. That's what I do. I really like it, and I think it works really, really well. Think of this network expansion as a huge opportunity. You get to build a brand and draw specific people, your ideal team, your dream team. You get to draw them to you. So when people are reaching out and joining your team, they're exactly who you're looking for. It's perfect. Number 27, build long-term relationships. As your team starts growing, as you gain experience and things start to move forward for you, you should make a commitment to yourself and to your members. Get to know them, especially the people that are really engaged, that seem like they're real players. Make sure that you don't avoid them. Make sure that you try and engage with them. Tell them that you're there for them so they can contact you whenever they need you. Have their cell phone number. Have them on Facebook Messenger. Have them as a Facebook friend. Make yourself available and accessible to them. That way you can build a relationship beyond just the business. It's a lot more fun to build when you have people that are willing to share a laugh with you, that are willing to just chat over something totally unrelated. Those are actual relationships and it shares business and personal life. That's where the reward is. Imagine building a deep, meaningful, long-term relationship with somebody in your business. And over a couple of years, they build their business and they get to a point where they hit their goals, they get their freedom that they're looking for, and they're able to retire from their job. At that point, that's going to be some major satisfaction. It's going to be very personal and very rewarding versus if you didn't know them very well. So make those relationships. Then when those moments appear, they're going to be so, so fulfilling. Last but not least is number 28, 
which is be a student of the game. So learning is definitely part of network marketing. You're going to learn along the way. You're going to learn all about the industry, your company. You're going to master a lot of skills, techniques, different approaches, and you're going to think that you're there. But don't stop. Never stop learning. It's a never-ending process. Allow your skills to transcend your business, your company, the industry. Always broaden your skill set. Be open to taking in new ideas, new practices, new techniques. Do you think that people that are super successful, do you think they stop learning? I think not. I think they probably start taking in more information. It becomes an obsession to be the best version of themselves. And there you have it. 28 killer network marketing tips for beginners. So it might seem like a lot. Don't worry. Take it on piece by piece. Talk with your mentor. Talk with your uplines and make sure that you're on the right track. These tips can definitely help with that and move your business forward a lot faster than if you're trying to figure everything out on your own. I hope you got some value out of this episode and I really look forward to seeing you next time. Talk soon. Thanks so much for checking out this episode on New Breed MLM Radio. If you're like me and you're wanting to find new superstars for your tribe, but you don't want to rely on bugging friends and family, then I invite you to grab my free ebook at paulkutris.com. For those of you that are MLM junkies and like all things network marketing, I highly encourage you to check out my blog at insiderlearningnetwork.com. Talk soon.